0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, so for all the people that don't watch Impact ups and downs, yes, me, I Simon. I had to go on my travels for the last few days and then all of my equipment broke, but I still had my camera and I still had me. Obviously I wasn't abducted by aliens. So we are still bringing you ups and downs. Although it's just like a weird ups and downs, but normal service will resume next week. And what's more important than that is that Roman Reigns is now officially an attempted child killer. And on top of that too, you may be looking at my arms going, Simon, you look really burned. It wasn't Sunburn. Roman Reigns had decided that I didn't acknowledge him well enough on last week's episode of Ups and Downs, so he came around my house and he beat me up so bad, this is now what I look like. So we all got to be beware of him, especially Jimmy Uso. Jimmy Uso, he going to die, but for the time being, my name is Simon melo Welcome to Wrestling. Welcome to Ups and Downs for Smackdown. Let's take the finger of power and up those downs for the show that just came out of my mouth. So somebody better go and talk to WWE's graphic design department because Roman Reigns was the first person out on this week's episode of SmackDown and in his entrance graphic it said head of the table but it said head of the table in inverted commas like yeah, whatever head of the table if he sees that person that made it he will find you and he'll rip your arms off As ever though Roman and Paul Heyman were absolutely tremendous here and they have decided over the last week it's a great thing that the Usos have a tag team title shot he's really rooting for them As long as they win. That was his one big proviso too. And while he was pretending to be happy, his face looked like he was about to explode. And during all this, from nowhere, Pat McAfee just went, man, that Roman Reigns, he is so devilishly handsome. And that made me laugh because it's like Pat has been sat on this for weeks and finally went, damn it, now is the time. At this point, the Usos did come out. And while Jay was all like, oh, Roman Reigns, we love you, and acknowledged him, Jimmy was like, nah, Us, I'm not going to do that. I kind of felt like I did that back in Hell in the Cell 2020 So I'm not going to do it again. I was like, Jim, you do not understand the rules. And then had this massive back and forth about whether they were going to win the championships. And I tell you, this whole story, this whole narrative, the characterization, it is truly, truly brilliant. So when we are talking about WWE, don't go WWE is crap right now just because Raw is utterly lost. Smackdown is brilliant and is getting it up. Also, think about the gravity that just got added to this contest. Either the Usos win or we see death. We weren't waiting for the main event either because we went straight into the Usos, taking on Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. And I had like the cops on speed dial just in case. But this was so much damn fun up. My only worry, as it was last week, is that I couldn't figure out what WWE was going to do because the Mysterios shouldn't lose. It's way too soon. But you can't have the Usos lose, or so I thought, because they've only just got back together. Thankfully, though, because we do have this Roman Reigns storyline, it gave WWE an out, so to speak. And they used it very well. The Usos were winning up until Dominic started to fight back. So that boy is coming of age. And by the time Rey Mysterio got in there, it was actually him that got beaten down. So I bet his son was like, Dad, you taught me so much. But now I've got to show you how it's done. There was this tremendous bit where Daddy went for the big splash over the bottom rope. But Jay Uso grabbed him and gave him a Samoan drop on the table. And the Usos just did everything they could to stop Rey making the hot tag as we always say, it is a pro wrestling match. At one point, Rey Mysterio did like this Matrix dodge, and then he booted one of the Usos in the face. He did get it, and Tommy Boy ran wild. He was able to smash out his tornado DDT, but that didn't last long, because Jimmy Uso was then beating him up, and he went for his big splash, but Dom got the knees up and I just went, run, roll. All of a sudden it came to Dominic as well. Wait a minute. Let me remember what I have been taught. Oh, I know. I'll use my never devastating movement. Oh, the sports, entertainment, the surprise roll-up. And the referee went, one. And the referee went two, and then the referee went three, and I felt both joy and fear run through my body. And I also lost my shit because I couldn't believe it. We had just seen a tag team title contest that ended with no shenanigans, or at least almost. Because as it did turn out, when we saw the slow motion replay, Jimmy had actually gotten his shoulder off the mat. But once more, WWE was using this to extend the narrative. Why do I watch wrestling? for flipping stories it then did get really bad really quick because Roman found the Usos and he started shouting at them I can't believe you lost to a child once again I was sat there on that there sofa and I was just chuckling away he was so damn angry I also love the idea that Roman probably thinks that Dominic Mysterio is actually eight years old and he told both of them you go find Adam Pearce you go find Sonya Deville and you make this right and then, if you can believe it, he called Jay Uso, Jimmy, and Jay was like, I'm Jay Uso. And Roman went, What does it matter? And much like Ralph Wiggum, that time he went on a date with Lisa Simpson, you just saw this poor man break. So this was just absolute fire. This was just top, top stuff. And it was so good. If someone said, hey, Simon, I want to watch pro wrestling. I'd be like, sit your ass down here and let's watch some Smackdown. It turns out that this week's episode of Smackdown was a bit like Sesame Street 2. Because it had a theme, namely, laughter. Ladies and gentlemen, Seth Rollins. Because firstly, he was dressed like some kind of garden in the sky. But he's also just an absolute lunatic. Like, Kayla Braxton was saying, hey, you beat up Cesaro. But he's come back from this before. And Seth was just getting madder and madder and madder. Every time he heard the Swiss Superman's name. Rollins eventually took this as such an insult, he unclipped his mic and he just threw it at Kayla. And for some reason that made me laugh, Dying into the theme of this week's episode. Some people don't like this iteration of Seth Rollins and I do not understand it at all. Every time I'm like, God, he's just absolutely nuts and I enjoy him. Up. chad gable was then trying to recruit the street prophets and saying they're absolutely rubbish as a tag team so they should come to the alpha academy and they went no we don't want to do that which i was actually quite disappointed with i thought that would be quite a nice story arc but you know how they responded to mr gable they chuckled away what did i say the theme of the show was the usos right after this did indeed find Sonia deville and adam pierce and they all agreed oh you're right you did get screwed over So in a very rare moment in WWE, our last match is gonna be the same as our first match as we're gonna run the title challenge back and we're just gonna do it again. Obviously my eyebrow went flying up because you just knew something was gonna happen. I just did not expect this. However, Carmella then just beat Liv Morgan down. Now this was good for what it was. There was nothing wrong with the wrestling. I actually thought the two had quite good chemistry, but it came out of nowhere And within two minutes, Carmella just locked in the code of silence. Liv Morgan tapped out. And I was like, what the hell was that? I mean, there was more promo time here than there was actual wrestling time. And that would have been fine if we had some sort of an angle. But we had nothing. Beforehand, Carmella said, oh, I'm the most beautiful woman in WWE. And then Liv Morgan went, man, you're about seven out of ten, which I did think was a good line. Why every time do we re-debut Liv Morgan, which we have done a lot, does she always lose? I mean, it is literally on every occasion. Afterwards, Carmella made the announcer call her the most beautiful woman in WWE. I was like, you can't make that statement because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I don't really know how that ties in. The Mysterios were then shown leaving the building, so they're crap at their job. SmackDown hadn't even finished. They're like, oh, we're done. We're just going to go home. When they were found by Sunderville and Adam Pearce, who said, look, really sorry, friends and family. Uh, we need you to put your gear back on because you're gonna have another match and because they are good guys and because they're heroes, they said yes and I tell you this, they were massively gonna regret it. No word of a lie either, Bianca Belair then cut a promo on Bailey because she thinks that Bailey is laughing too much. I tell you, Sesame Street all the way. As it turns out, that cackle the role model has been doing has now gotten to Bianca be Belair because she feels disrespected. So now she does want a match at the pay-per-view. Then from nowhere, we started hearing ha, 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 And we cut to Bailey who was sat in the back. And yes, of course, she was actually laughing. She accepted this challenge, of course, and then continued to go ha, 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 to the point all of a sudden her face appeared on every single one of the LED boards around the ring. And while I like these two, and while I'm very happy they're gonna have another match, just had a little of issues with it. Because one, I don't think it should have been Bianca laying down the challenge, because he is the champion, and she kind of beat Bailey at the last pay-per-view, so why would she care? And also, two, once more, if you did have to explain this to a non-wrestling fan, you would say, well, they're feuding, because somebody kept laughing a lot. So these two don't need it. They absolutely rock. You could have built it around, well, who's the better wrestler? But we didn't. That's why it's got to get it down. Oh, then found the Street Profits, because he didn't appreciate that they had been mean to his friend, And then when they were basically mean to him, he beat up Montez Ford and he beat up Angelo Dawkins. I quite like bad guy Otis though. I do think we should do more with him and he needs more skits like this. Thank you, please. SmackDown followed this up with Baron Corbin versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And once again, Rick Booz was just rocking out to his entrance theme. And I'm not 100% sure what happened here unless somebody in the back looked at their watch and went, Oh, crap, man. We're running out of time. We better hit fast forward. And that was a massive problem for me because I was really excited about this. I think the feud so far has been great in around about two minutes, Baron Corbin smashed Rick Boobs with a clothesline on the outside. He then got back in the ring and used the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, to pin Shinsuke Nakamura. And then he got his crown, he put him on his head and he tried to leave. Could he have just used the end of days and walloped him with his big move? Now, thankfully, I don't think the program is over because afterwards, Boogs grabbed Baron Corbin's foot, which allowed Shinsuke to get the crown back. But you could have not done this and we would have been in exactly the same position. And if I am right, you were running out of times, just hold this over to next week so they can do what they need to do. Very sadly, even though I do like it, down. And like I say, it could be because WWE wanted to attribute more times to other things they have on the card, such as Apollo Crews taking on Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental title. This was very enjoyable. Apollo Crews has just absolutely embraced this role and he was shown laughing at all the damage that general aziz had done to kevin owens last week but that was important because when kevin owens came to the ring he was all hobbling he was all broken up and he's absolutely hurt his ribs this meant apollo went straight after the midsection as soon as the bell rang but it was a bigger problem for ko because he went to hit the pop-up power bomb at one point but he couldn't do it properly because again he's wounded on the inside it happened again when he went for the dive but the worst part was when he attempted a swat tom bomb because Apollo Crews got his knees up and what happens when someone does something off the top rope and you get your knees up, you hit said person in the stomach, KO did not look well. He still fired up though and hit some super kicks as well as the pop-up power bomb, but I'm gonna guess in kayfabe, because he couldn't get the right momentum due to his ribs, Apollo Crews was able to kick out. Crews then saw this massive hole, he jumped on it and hit the DVD on the apron to Kevin Owens and he rolled him back in the ring. He got the one, two, three, and once again, I just stood there rejoicing, it was a clean victory. I felt like it was my birthday. And let me tell you this, it is nowhere near the day I popped out of my mother's womb. It also got worse for KO because as General Aziz and Apollo Crews were celebrating, Sami Zayn returned to SmackDown, made a beeline for his former friend and absolutely beat the crap out of him while shouting karma karma I hate you conspiracy theory. So maybe we're gonna do some kind of three way with these three guys and I am all up for that. Although I do have to say, Big E should still be involved, but Big E can't be involved because the Black came back to SmackDown and then got let go, which I will never be able to understand. And for that very reason, that very reason alone, I'm throwing another down. We then made sure everybody knew that next week we were going to do Alpha Academy versus the Street Profits, so it justified all those skits. And then it was time for our main event, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio taking on The Usos round two. This is so getting it up. Now this one wasn't as good as the opener and nor was it meant to be because it was all about the finish. So we may as well just zoom there. Because it actually seemed like the Mysterios were getting ready to have it won again. And even worse than that, from a Roman Reigns perspective, it was Dominic Mysterio who looked like he was also going to pick up the win for the second time. So just as he was going for his frog splash, our tribal chief appeared from nowhere. He hit Dominic Mysterio with the Superman punch. And as I alluded to at the start of this video, he essentially tried to murder a child. He did all this too while being furious at his cousin saying they were a waste of space. And then he got the steel stairs. And he chucked them into Dominic's face. And if Dominic's skin had just like fallen off his skull and rolled up on the floor, I would have gone, yeah, that's not that surprising. I mean, the force that Roman used. He then did the same to Rey Mysterio because Rey was like, oh no, somebody's trying to murder my son. And honestly, if you thought wrestling was real, you would win the police. Because this was just unbelievable. I mean, even Jimmy Uso thought this because he got out of the ring saying, Roman, you've got to stop. And if you're not, I'm not being any part of this. I'm not being dragged to jail. And he told Jey Uso to come with him. But Roman told him to say, and poor Jey Uso. He had another breakdown in the middle of the ring. He didn't know what the flub to do. This didn't mean that SmackDown ended with Roman Reigns just punching a child right in the face. But if this is building to Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio for the Universal Championship, where's the piece of paper? You better let me sign up. You can even have the stipulation be, I can't believe you tried to kill my son match. Although, yes, it did mean that the main event ended in a disqualification. So bring down the board. It goes up to 33. But when you pull something off like this, I don't give a flub. I mean a disqualification because a minor was murdered. That makes me sound terrible. But if you've seen it, you know you love Roman Reigns. You hate Roman Reigns. It's getting it up. As is the whole show, because I think Smackdown is tremendous. It gets it up. And sure, there were some blips in the road on this week. But not everything can be perfect. But when you take it on a percentage basis, Friday nights are kicking ass. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.